When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Very pleased to say we're joined by uh, Jamie Wall this morning and uh, Kimberly Downs. And uh, Kimberly Downs will be on show in person, I'm told, this afternoon down there at Sky City. Kimberly must be very excited about that, co hosting um, the run home with the Beaver out in the public eye. <laughs> yes, Millie, it should be a good time, although I must say at the moment I'm most excited about lunch. Uh, so I don't know what that says about me, but that's. And apparently I'm getting a meal out of this, which is good. But no, we are going to be live at Sky City from the All Blacks Experience, which is very interesting, given that it is match day tomorrow. Uh, so it should be a fantastic time there. I'm looking forward to checking it out, actually. I haven't been yet, I must say. So I might have to get along a little bit early just so I can get a bit of a feel for it all. Yeah, it, uh, I've uh, seen it from the outside. I've, I've been guilty of going past it, not going in myself. So let us know how you feel about it. Uh, Jamie Wall, uh, good morning to you. Right, uh, here we go. Um, the All Blacks against Ireland. My first question to you, mate, is just how important is this test match to Ian Foster? Morning, Tim. Um, this is about as big as it gets, I think, um, in terms of not only the public perception of Foster's uh, coaching tenure so far, but also... Given the amount of talk yesterday we had about um, a couple of selections, um, which was great, by the way. Like, like you can't accuse him of, uh, of being boring, um, but it certainly gave us something to talk about. Uh, you know, I'm starting to think now um, how much buy-in does he have from the players themselves. Um, and so we're going to uh, see a very interesting um, situation tomorrow night where you have a uh, obviously, very disrupted week um, for for the All Blacks. Uh, probably about as disrupted as, 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 it, as it gets. I was looking back mm. uh, on uh, on the records um, uh, last week, and I think this is about as disrupted as it as it's gotten um, since the Baby Blacks back in 1986. And and you've got an Irish team as well that's a little bit banged up from the other night, um, and you know they've got a few issues of their own. Um, and so it kind of has a bit of a World Cup feel to it, like a knockout stage World Cup where you've gone through uh, your pool stages, you've picked up a few injuries along the way, you've had to force, force a few changes in there. Um, and, you know, like you've got the whole Eden Park factor as well. And this is the one test since for as, as long as I can remember back to when they last lost there that people are thinking like this could be the one. Um, so, and, well, if, they, and if, they, if, they, if they lose, if they lose, 
that's yeah. yet another unwanted milestone that he uh, he's going to have next to his name. Yeah, it's an interesting point actually. Um, and and Kimberly, you, you're you're across how the you know the public feel about this kind of thing. There uh, was Joe Smith called in at the eleventh hour to help out because. Uh, Ian Foster uh, wasn't able to get to the ground himself, so uh, the Blues players know a little bit about Joe Smith, but the rest of the All Black camp would not uh, have had too much experience with him. So all of a sudden you see, Kimberly, that all these other names coming around, adding to the pressure. You do. I would hesitate slightly. Um, I, I have that strong feeling, I suppose, about the public perception of Foster from this, just because... Like this, because in one hand I go, this break for him. No, will this public opinion be hugely informed by this? Yes. I also do think that there will be a certain level for the fact that the entire week out was COVID. Like a lot of us, myself included, have have dealt with it. Know some of, but. Um, and that's pretty unpleasant. So I do think that there will be some level of for him and the situation has found himself in. Saying that, not seeing this or going into this series, really high point in the public regard. Certainly the Christmas in rugby final uh, to help with the chatter who the best coach in the country is now, and he will be into that, of course he will. Um, I, I can't see losing her own night. I will put my cards on the table now. Yeah. I think that they will get there. The manner in which they will get there, I'm not entirely right now but you also like you say you bring up these other names I think Joe Smith has been someone that he had been prepared to call on did certainly Brad Moore spoke about it the other day saying they've had a number of people on their list that they and to call on should a situation like this eventuate I'm not sure uh, that they ever thought they would be four coaches down in one week however um, they did have that on the list, and that would have been with approval. But yes, it's really interesting. I, I did go on to win tomorrow. The public discourse will be very, very interesting. Yeah, it will indeed. Actually, I, I think it's ma- uh, I think it's massive night for him. Uh, I, I'm with you, um, and Jamie, on that as well. So, uh, I just wonder how do you, how do you think it's going to play out? It's Scott Barrett at six, uh, a new centre pairing. Uh, Jeff Wilson's very confident that uh, because it's Eden Park that uh, the All Blacks, in his mind, are firm favourites for this. Uh, is that the way you, th- you see it, Jamie? Uh, yeah, I think so. I still think the All Blacks are favourites um, because of the Eden Park factor, and, and not that you'll ever get them to admit it, uh, but they you know, they obviously feel like it's a bit of a fortress um, when they play there, and it does give them a bit of um, you know extra legs um, when they play there. As opposed to Sky Stadium in Wellington, where they've—I think they've only won one game out of their last five—where um, they've played there. So, yeah, it's going to be—it's going to be really interesting. Um, I, I even think, though, that a win, if it's not—if it's—if it's achieved in a, in, a, in a 
quite a conservative style. And I think what we might see is if Schmidt has come in, and I don't know how much influence he's going to be able to uh, put on the team within a week, but, you know, he's not... He's not exactly noted for being the most exciting coach um, in the world. Uh, so uh, I think that if they were to shut down a game plan and, and, and box kick and, and just simply uh, just play a reactionary game, because they've already made reactionary selections, which is not something the All Blacks do, why, why you would look at another team and then base your selections around what they're going to bring, that goes, completely goes against everything the All Blacks are kind of about. Um, and so hopefully they don't play that way uh, as, as well. Um, so I think that even a win, if it's not achieved in, in, a, in a quite a, like a aesthetically pleasing style, there's still going to be pressure on him. But there's going to be pressure on Foster regardless. It's, and it's not because of mm. him as a person, and it's not even because of him because of the coach. It's because of how he got that job. And that's a shame. It's a real shame. Yeah, that is interesting, in fact. Um Kimberly, uh, you, you've got a prediction. Um, your line was uh, a little bit troublesome before, but you believe the All Blacks uh, will will prevail tomorrow night, yeah? Yeah, apologies for that one, uh, Smithy and Jamie. I'm not sure 100% what went on there. I was actually hoping you might let me get away with it and then you could just read whatever you wanted into it and agree with me and it would be fine. Um, <laughs> but no, I, <laughs> I... I would anticipate that with the weight of history and even taking into account um, that the All Blacks traditionally have a fairly rusty first test of the year, that they will still prevail tomorrow night. The Eden Park factor, Mm. I do think, becomes part of that. Um, And I was just saying as well, and I I think you picked up this part, but yeah, if if Ireland were to go on to win, the public discourse would be... um, very, very interesting indeed, although I do think that there might be some level of sympathy, uh, perhaps not forgiveness, given what's at stake, but sympathy in regards to what has gone on in the All Blacks camp through the week. Um, I do also think it worth it's worth bearing in mind that Ireland as well have come out here off the back of a very long local season too, um, and so whether that has any part to play in it and is it is a bit of a factor i wouldn't call them ripe for the picking but um there will be a few exhausted bodies still going through there and so in that regard hopefully um i would think that the all blacks might have a bit of an edge uh in saying that i think it'll be very very close um and i may find myself eating my words tomorrow and if i am i wouldn't be altogether surprised and it wouldn't be the first time (laughs) Uh, they're uh, very experienced side islander. I, I can't pick it. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I can't pick it with all these disruptions anyway. Hey, look, we'll take, uh, speaking of um, uh, just interruptions here, we'll take a, a little bit of a break from the panel. Uh, we'll have the news uh, from Araha uh, now, and then when we come back, we might uh, talk about the Warriors coming home uh, because that's a, another very big story going around at the moment. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Kimberly Downs with us this morning, as is uh, Jamie Wall, and uh, a lot of uh, talk about the Warriors homecoming, uh, Jamie, this week. They had a very emotional porphyry uh, to welcome the back to Mount Smart. Uh, ironically, most of them uh, have not seen it before or been on it, which is quite incredible for a home ground. So the way it is, uh, do you think that kind of passion will be enough for the Warriors this week? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm picking a, a big Warriors win. 
uh, in this one, which is, I, I think, the first time I've said that in, well, certainly this season, <laughs> anyway. And, you know, uh, we've made a lot of comments and made a lot of jokes and made a lot of, um, you know, snide remarks this year about the Warriors uh, on this show. Uh, you know, I feel like I've, I was doing it every week, just trying to come up with a new gag to, to sort of talk about the Warriors. But it's, this is special and it's important. And I think the fact that this game has been sold out, I think the emotion that you just alluded to before um, when the team um, arrived back, and I think that the absolute uh, display of passion and, and fervour that's going to greet that team when they run out on the field for the first time, when they run out on my smart for the first time for you know, almost three years, uh, you can't deny just how important that is for the game of rugby league uh, in New Zealand. And not just for rugby league, just as a sporting event and as a social a community event as well. We we had a magnificent uh, game uh, event uh, last last weekend when the Kiwis played Tonga. Amazing crowd there. Um, and we get to do it again uh, this weekend. Um, I guess, you know, the, the, the Tigers haven't been travelling um, that well. They've got a role to play in this, is to be the Washington Generals to the to the Warriors' uh, Harlem Globetrotters. Um, I, th- mm. I feel like the, the there's going to be so many... Uh, so much uh, enthusiasm from the Warriors players to sort of play their part in this game, you know, to be the one who scores a try, to be the one who gets the crowd on their feet, um, to make a big hit. Uh, and if you're not motivated um, to be doing that on an occasion like this, because really, like, this is this is a one-of-a-kind, not just for the, for the fans, but for the players as well. Like, you don't... You can play grand finals and, and, and or state of origin and, and things like that. Like, they will come and... You can do that more than once, but you only get the opportunity to do something like this once in your whole life. Uh, so I think that the motivation around that is going to be fantastic. And, you know, I'm, I'm just so happy that uh, they're back and that, you know, while, like I said, while it's been just obviously just a crazy season um, for them, um, this is going to be something really special. Over a thousand days, Kimberly, a thousand days uh, since they've um, been anywhere near Mount Smart Stadium. Um, those were the ones that uh, were were in the squad actually when they were playing last time around. Then since then the squad has changed uh, markedly, of course, with all sorts of goings on. But a thousand days away and uh, a sellout crowd. It should be uh, absolutely special on a par, I imagine, with Eden Park. It should be. In fact, I'm really interested to see uh, what the atmosphere is like as both. See if we can do any comparisons. But I would just say as well, if the Warriors can't get up for this game then write them off for the rest of the season. This, like, honestly, if you if you cannot get up for a game of this magnitude with this much emotion behind it, then that's it. I, I'm with Jamie. I think they will, and I hope that they will. For the sake of that club, I re- and the sake of the 25,000-odd fans who are going to be there cheering them on, uh, who haven't got to see them play at home for, like you say, more than 1,000 days, 1,038 to be precise. So I really hope they do get up. I think it'll be um, it'll be very demoralising if they can't. And there are other such great stories in there as well. Sean Johnson, for example, I only found out this week, hasn't actually played at Mount Smart for in the NRL since 2018. Never played there for the Sharks, even before COVID. And then obviously since COVID hit, 
So that in itself will be a lot of emotion. You know, the little general, Stacey Jones, surely they can do it for him at that ground and for that team that is so, that he is so passionate about. So I think it'll be a heck of an occasion, um, one that we have all been waiting for for such a long time, not least the players. I hope that they take a moment. I, I think one of, I, I heard the suggestion a week ago that, you know, maybe even they come out a bit early just to soak in what will no doubt be an incredible atmosphere and just mm. to, in a way, to give back to the fans a little bit in, in that way, you know, do your warm-ups out on the field, just let these fans who have been starved of NRL get the chance to bask in it for a little longer and, yeah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed they can mark the occasion with a big win that can help give their season a massive boost because it needs it. It certainly does. It certainly does. League needs a, a big boost, actually. So a double header of uh, the magnitude of the last two weeks will be absolutely special. Uh, if I've got any kind of form like Ryan Fox, Jamie, uh, they'll be happy. He's uh, just blowing the lights out at the moment. Uh, third last week, uh, Irish Open overnight, leading at eight under, um, up to 56 in the world. I mean, and this is a guy who we were talking to Last year, couldn't get home, was frustrated about the whole deal. Uh, how the world has changed for Ryan Fox. And it's, it's fantastic to see. Um, you know, New Zealand golf's uh, in a bit of a purple patch at the moment with, um, obviously, Ryan doing really well today. And we had Lydia Coe the other week. And Stephen Elkers, who seems to have reinvented himself as, uh, you know, the master of the seniors um, tour. But, yeah, it's, uh, it was great. Uh, the Irish Open... Um, that Fox is, is leading. Was, uh, I think he had, what was it, eight birdies in, for a 64. Mm. Um, and, and, yep. it's, and seven in the last 11 holes. And, and that, that's that's a guy who, you know, obviously knows, um, you know, to get it done uh, at the business team. So it's awesome to see him out there, uh, you know, not just plugging away on the tour, but actually having some great success out there because he's a guy that hopefully... One time we're going to be chatting about um, during a major, you know, tuning in in the morning and thinking like, hey, this guy's in contention to win something really big here. Uh, I, I hope mm. it's going to happen pretty soon um, because he's worked so hard. And, and like you said, it's, it hasn't been easy for him, um, but he's, he's, he's out there representing us and uh, he deserves all the credit that comes his way. Yep, and uh, all the money as well. And he's doing it uh, in the conventional way, not the LIV way. Uh, that, that brings mm. me to an interesting point uh, in terms of golf as well, uh, Kimberly. Uh, Lydia Ko uh, getting married. Uh, I mean, I read this story and I thought, yeah, really? I had no idea that this was pending. Did you? Um, no, can't say I do. Have not been across that. That is, um, no, that is a miss, but hey, that's what it is, right? That's life. And I think... Probably what you, you might be surprised by, and most people, is because we probably all still like to think that Lydia's, you know, we still have her in our, in our minds as this 16-year-old prodigy, don't we? So you go, what? Married? And I think it probably just shows how much we've all uh, aged without, without wanting to recognise it more than anything, because uh, she is, you know, no longer the teen prodigy. She is, you know, a full grown-up, as she has been for a long time now, and just... Wish her the best, really. Yeah, I wish her the best uh, too as well. Uh, it was interesting news. You just thought um, because of uh, how we know Lydia, it was just golf, 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 golf. 
Uh, but apparently Lydia's life, 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 life. And, of course, we know, too, that uh, she wants to be out of the game in her early 30s as well. Hey, listen, thanks very much uh, to Jamie uh, Wall and to Kimberley Downs. Kimberley, of course, will be uh, at Sky City later this afternoon. To both of you, have a great weekend. It's a feast of sport, and uh, we can... Uh, look forward to it, I, I think, with uh, real relish, uh, all the action that's coming up. But uh, it's 10.43. Uh, we'll be back shortly. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.